Hello listeners this is Aditya Shrimankar welcome to a new episode of Investing Fundas Investing Fundas curates investment ideas economic data and business news from India and abroad and presents the best bits to you in just a few minutes This podcast is for information purpose only and is not intended to be investment advice In today's episode I'll be featuring the following topics. Number 1. Defending your portfolio in a crisis. Number 2. Cockroaches are a big business in China. Number 3. How companies get you to pay more for the same product. And number 4. My startup idea of the week. Ian Castle, a popular microcap investor and blogger, speaks about his investing observations and himself having been through two full cycles of bear markets, he gives us the best way to defend your portfolio in a bear market. Some of his observations are number 1, the worst place to be invested during a crisis is in liquid institutionally held microcaps. When the economists uh, When the economy or the markets show signs of weakening, institutions take risk off, and one of the first places they look at is to liquidate their microcaps. Number two, small microcaps that had great businesses but weren't institutionally owned did fairly well. Why? Because institutions couldn't sell what they didn't own. Number three. capital continues to flow into new ideas even during a crisis so institutions are moths and the flames they are attracted to are growing profitable businesses that they do not own number 4 quality businesses they bounce back first when capital is finally redeployed it floods back into quality businesses first He speaks about how his 2008-2009 experience is burnt into his memory and the result is productive paranoia. So how can one prepare for the next crisis? One should be able to look at their portfolio and answer the following questions. Can the businesses I own continue to grow through a recession? How will they be impacted? Are the products and services they sell a luxury or a necessity? are their products or services so relied upon that if they didn't exist it would cause their customers a lot of pain great businesses are built during recessions do the businesses i own have good balance sheet so they can be aggressive and take advantage of opportunities during a downturn the bottom line is the best defense of a crisis is a quality business Once your portfolio is properly defended with high quality businesses you will be able to view the next crisis for what it actually is an opportunity Thomas Sewn and Ryan Wu writing for the Huffington Post tell us why cockroaches are becoming a big business in China yes that's right cockroaches Expanding Chinese cities are generating more food waste than they can accommodate in their landfills and cockroaches could be a way to get rid of hills of food scraps 
that provide nutritious food for livestock when the bugs eventually die and some say are cures for stomach illness and beauty treatments so a nationwide ban on using food waste as pig feed due to the outbreak of uh, swine flus was a spurring growth in the cockroach industry on the outskirts of jinan the capital of eastern shandong province a billion cockroaches are being fed with 50 tons of kitchen waste a day that is the equivalent of seven adult elephants in terms of weight the waste is fed through pipes to cockroaches in their cells in large agricultural plants they plan to set up three more such plants next year in jinan with the aim of processing a third of the kitchen waste that's produced by the city which is home to about 7 million people a similar case in a remote village in sichuan li bingchai has done something similar he was a former mobile phone vendor and has now invested a million yuan which is a hundred and fifty thousand dollars approximately in cockroaches he sells these to pig farms and fisheries as feed and to drug companies as medicinal ingredients when cockroaches reach the end of their lifespan of about 6 months they are blasted by steam washed and dried before being sent to huge nutrition extraction tank researchers are looking into using cockroach extract in beauty masks diet pills and even hair loss treatments companies go to great lengths to get customers to spend more on their products bloomberg recently did an article to give us examples in our uh, everyday life where we use products that we end up paying more for in fashion after growing into multi billion dollar businesses by expanding their range of products and the number of locations where they sold luxury brands like louis vuitton and burberry are racing to put scarcity back in the equation so they increase the demand by reducing their own supply streetwear brands like uh, which aim towards generation z's uh, like supreme for skateboards or uh, kanye west yeezy adidas sneakers have created a big buzz around them where customers end up spending 200 or 300 dollars more than they would normally spend for such products in fmcg there's a term that's related to this called shrinkflation where less is really more companies that shrink the size of their products to keep prices stable but still hold on to customers that's called shrinkflation It's a strategy used on products like ice cream and candy where every unit sold earns a little more than it used to. For example in UK where a weak pound had raised food and raw material prices candies like Mars and Snickers have shrunk. Nestle's Häagen-Dazs brand reduced the size of its pint. The pint containers which used to be 16 ounces have reduced to 14 ounces but the prices have remained same premium economy in airlines financially premium economy is a home run for most carriers that sell it 
fares are roughly double the regular economy prices and sometimes much more but the cost to the airlines for a few extra inches of legroom slightly nicer meals and a larger video screen is only incrementally above what they used to pay women's brands companies have found a potent way to get higher prices for goods by targeting them to women a study by the new york city department of consumer affairs found that women pay 13% more than men for personal care products online retailer boxed.com calls this the pink tax they said that on a per ounce or a per unit basis women sometimes pay double the price for razors 10% more for body wash and 8% more for deodorant as a part of its marketing box has lowered the prices of such goods to offset the gender price premium and labels the products as pink tax free on its website and now time for my startup idea of the week this week's startup is plum plum goodness is an online cosmetic brand started by shankar prasad in july 2014 it happens to be the first if not the only beauty brand in india that's 100% vegan it logs in over 10000 shipments every month and has 40 skus ranging from a price range of 350 to 600 rupees they add 4000 new customers every month and are profitable they are expected to have 75 skus by the end of 2019 that's this year in november 2018 they expanded into a men's grooming line under a separate brand name called phi phy phi the brand currently sells its product online on amazon flipkart nike mintra and health and glow They received a Series A funding from Unilever Ventures in December 2018. Unilever Ventures is a subsidiary and the uh, venture capital arm of Hindustan Unilever. With this round of funding, they are looking to increase their distribution and hopefully move into offline stores to scale up their growth. Their main marketing strategy currently is through the influencer network, be it YouTube celebs. Instagram stars or makeup artists or models basically anybody who fits in with the concept and their product while relatively it's easier to make an online presence their challenge will be to make an offline presence felt this is particularly difficult to get into and expensive which will need additional funding if they are to grow bigger and expand product lines and their distribution the biggest challenge will be upcoming other upcoming skincare brands in similar categories which attracts the millennials to use natural organic vegan products and are manufactured and distributed in an environmentally friendly way some of their prominent competition today is ruby's organics which uses organic ingredients for their skincare products as well as ilana's organics which uses natural products for their beauty products and now for my mutual fund tip of the week 
in equities long term capital gains tax is 10% with no indexation whereas short term capital gain tax is 15% and dividends are taxed at 10% And now, time for Warren Buffett's quote of the week. He says, "Somebody once said that in looking for people to hire, you look for three qualities: integrity, intelligence, and energy. And if you do not have the first, the other two will kill you. You think about it. It's true. If you hire somebody without integrity, you really want them to be dumb and lazy." Thank you all for listening in. Invest wise, invest safe, invest profitably. Visit equisearch.in for more podcasts and blogs.